Welcome to the official Gun Tub Nation fan page podcast, the premier voice for the fearless fans of Raiderland and proud supporter of Texas Tech University. Let's meet today's hosts. All right, hey, good evening, uh, everybody. This is Steve with the Guns Up Nation podcast. Uh, got Keith with us, and Keith, how are you? Man, you know what? It is. We had a cold front come in tonight, and we have this crazy, massive fire by our house. So we're all kind of like keeping one eye on the computer screen and one eye out the window, to be honest with you. So <laughs> if we suddenly like say, I got to go, um, just, you know, go with it. It's okay. You can Fair enough. have your own soliloquy or whatever they call that, right? So absolutely. I'll, I'll sing for the audience. <laughs> there you go. But, uh, you know, Keith, tonight it's just you and me. I know. You know but, uh, so we haven't done done this in a long time. I know. It's crazy, but this is fun. So <laughs> nothing wrong with yeah, that. Yeah, John, John's out uh, running around East Texas somewhere, and Ryan, we have no idea what he's doing. Yeah, but, we, uh, no clue. But uh, anyway, um, so it's cool. We've, we, we've had a tough weekend. I guess it depends on how you look at it, Keith. We had a tough game against Kentucky, a game that – that uh, you mentioned it, the article that you shared with me earlier, the game sort of had the same level of disappointment that the national championship game did. Did yeah, uh, it was rough. And uh, if we're going to make it into the NCAA tournament this year, we're going to have to find a way to, to rebound, and we're going to have to find a way to score some points. And right now, that's not looking too good. Well, the frustrating thing is just. Um, you know, not being able to capitalize when those opportunities came. And, you know, I mean, you can, you can blame free throws missed or whatever. Um, but it's just, there was a lot of opportunities throughout the game, whether it be, you know, free throws, whether it be just missed opportunities, shots blocked that may not have been the most option, you know, the best option at the, at that mm-hmm. point, kind of running off of emotion. And, and it happens when you have a young team, you know, uh, I, there was an article that came out today that that asked the same question that you just did: is is this a uh, a tournament team? I believe it is. I really do. Um, I think it is a. Uh, obviously, at this point in the season, we're not by any means where we were at this point in the season last year. But we still did have frustrations in January last year. We can't lose sight of the fact that the next two games that we have are huge. We got West Virginia on Wednesday. Uh, and then Kansas at Kansas on, over the weekend. So, you know, there's there's not even any opportunity for us to be able to take a deep breath and kind of reevaluate things. It's this is uh, we're in the trenches right now. And so, yeah, I, I think it is. It's it's a frustrating way to lose. Uh, but, you know, like Coach Beard said, either way, we we kind of won this weekend because there was there was some so much electricity in that stadium or in that arena. Uh, there were a lot of recruits there that, yeah, they may have seen us lose, but I think they saw a team that did never quit. Um, you know, there were times earlier on in that game where I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know if we can hang, you know, and yeah. they roared right back. Um, and just the fan base. And I mean, we, gosh. the videos that I've seen, I wished I was there because the videos I've seen of that place was rocking and you could hear it. I, I was um, having to run my kiddo all over town that night, but I mean, you could just hear it on the satellite radio, just the sound and the noise. And so, uh, you know, it just I think that alone impresses people. Uh, definitely impressed the Kentucky coach in his postgame interview. He, he had a lot to say yeah. about our fan base and, and the and the the way our crowd handled themselves. So I think that that says a lot. So but, yeah, frustrating all the way around. You know, John Calipari, he's not known to, to really um, 
compliment the opposing team, much less uh, their opposing crowd. And so, so you know, great job to to what was just a you know very energetic student body in that stands, and just the whole stadium was great. Guys, I think everybody that's that's a Red Raider wish they could have been in Lubbock on Saturday. Oh, don't you know it? And, I tell you. and you mentioned it. If I was a recruit, I'd be super excited about playing in front of that crowd as as oh. a as a tech uh, basketball player. So definitely it's good stuff. Well, and and I mean, just the, the, the I love the fact that our and I've said this in previous episodes. The fact that our coaches support each other, uh, you know, and and the students. There was videos that Coach Wells, our our head f- football coach, was out there passing out pizzas, you know, in the middle of the night to all the students that were camping. I don't know if you saw that or not, but yeah, sure um, did. But just I, I love that. I, I just I I don't know. I, I'm sure they do, and we're just focused on Texas Tech. But just to see coaches supporting each other, supporting the other sports. Uh, I mean, it just says a lot for the cohesiveness of what uh, Kirby Hoke has done there. And, uh, you know, just, just really can't say enough. Like I said, it was, it was heartbreaking to lose that game. I think everybody in Raider nation just let out this just exhaustive sigh, but either way, I think, I think Lubbock, Texas won that night. Um, it's it's turned a lot of heads, so it's good. It's good. Yeah. So, you know, Talking about is this attorney team? So assuming that the threshold is twenty wins, uh, which you know is usually the the benchmark for a tournament team, is you gotta get that at least twenty wins in. So right now we're twelve and seven. Uh, we have about a dozen games left on the season. So the good news is that we played pay Tex- played Texas twice, and they're pretty down this season. So you would almost. Assume those are wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should be Iowa State. We already beat them once. Right. Um, and we already beat Kansas State once, so there's four wins. Then we have to really find a way to get four more wins against what's always a tough Oklahoma team. Um, of course, we got one more matchup against West Virginia. Of course, we lost them the first time around. Yeah. And uh, then two against KU, one more against Baylor. So it's tough. It, the, yeah, it's a tough road, man. Big Twelve basketball is is not to be taken lightly. It is definitely now, tough stuff. Yeah, we played. We beat Kansas State at Kansas State, so their next game is at home. So that's good. And yeah. TCU, even though we lost to them, we play them at home again, don't we? I think mm-hmm. in February. Yep, sure do. Yep. Yeah. So that'll be on uh, February the tenth. So yeah, you know we've the the good news is, um, you know we're we're home at Kansas State. We're home at TCU. Uh, we're home at least once against Oklahoma, so there's you know there's some home home field advantage. Um, so we already played. Do we already play Kansas once? We we haven't no. So we only play them once this year, or did we no, play we them in them March? Twice. We ended, we ended, we played played oh, play them right. um, the, the, this coming Saturday, and then the last game of the year, last game of the season. Yeah, oh, last season. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that'll be of course, if we're sitting on like 19 wins oh my to gosh. end the season, then we have to. Hit play great in the big 12 tournament right and uh and we're going to all have our fingers crossed on selection sunday yes absolutely um, but uh, what are your thoughts you think this is a team that can that can get in there i'm very worried so you know first of all a tough act to follow you know playing in the national championship game last year but two things that the team did really well last year was defense this year's team also plays great defense but uh, we're getting just outplayed on the defensive boards, especially. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is, Tech's team last year was very good with ball control. And this year, we're horrible at it. Our turnovers yeah. are just through the roof. 
uh, and, and we're seeing it really affect Jemias Ramsey's uh, stock uh, in the NBA scout size because mm-hmm. he just continually loses the ball, just plays out of control. And so we're seeing some maturity issues on his part as a player to be able to really just make the plays that we need him to make. You know, when he has a wide open jumper, he usually makes it. He does. But, uh, but he just tries so hard to create, doesn't let, let the the play come to him. And uh, we all noticed that he didn't play a lot in that second half against Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And it had to be because of ball control issues. Yeah. So, um, yeah sometimes the coach just sees that, you know, maybe they, they don't have their – their, their mind just where that needs to be and they got to sit there and kind of think through the process and, and watch their game flow you know and so I think it was a smart move it was it was hard to see Clark and, and uh, Ramsey both you know out at that time at, and and for a long yeah. time because you know yeah. some a lot of times those are the ones that make some magic happen but it's just some sometimes you have those games and uh, yeah. and like you say unfortunately um, you know they've they've been they've he's at least Ramsey's struggled a little bit of late and so I I tell you again I, I got to see him in Midland I think wow I, he I mean I was just he was fantastic and so I yeah. know the kind of player he is and and I know as he develops he's going to be awesome but uh, yeah. you know yeah. I think that like you say you know emotions take over you, you get excited you want to be the guy that help your team win and sometimes that can that can be hard and it, and it can make you cause struggles because in your mind instead of focusing on you know the the you know just creating those plays and making them come to you like you said it's, it's just you're, you're trying to make those plays yourself you're, you're absolutely right and so yeah. you know I think as he develops and 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 uh, you know fits into the scheme and as beard kind of works with him he's gonna be he's gonna be great and I, I'm I'm excited to see him develop and, and all of the guys it's just such a young team you, you you know it's frustrating and I you know I know every Everybody on Guns Up Nation pages and others, it, it was frustrating, but it was also everybody saw that this is this is there's good things to come. You know, yeah, I'm excited yeah. about it. It's uh, it's hard, especially like you say after you made the run you did last year to to know that sometimes you got to hit the reset button and re- regroup and redevelop. But man, that's that's exactly what they're doing, and they're going to be just fine. It's just yeah, it's just yeah. take a little time. And, and it's not to say there's not bright spots on this team either. I mean, Kyler Edwards really playing well in the mm-hmm. last few games, and he's almost playing to the point where, like, I feel like the ball needs to come through him every single time they have the on the offensive side. Sort of like we saw with uh, uh, with Jarrett Culver last year, you know, the ball always sort of went through him. And, yeah. And um, so, you know, I sort of feel like that needs to happen. You know, um, McCuller, I think this is his last name. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he made some great plays against Kentucky, really strong on the boards. And, um, so um, he's yeah. the one, that, he's the one that went down real hard too. Yep. yep, man, that's scary. Gave Oof. him credit for standing back up after that. I'm one. telling you um, what, and then jumping back into the game, he didn't want to quit. So that's uh, yeah. I tell, I don't know how I don't know how he stood up after that. I was like, he is lit up. I, it, you know, not only to have the, his head hit, but then he, the other player, I don't remember who it was on Kentucky, but he landed on him and made him go yeah. back down again. I'm just like, yeah. God. I'd be yeah. wondering what country I was in, if not planet. Cause so kudos to him for having that strength to get up and regroup and get back in there. I know that had to be hard. Yeah, so I hope absolutely. he's doing okay. We're, we're, you're, you're in our prayers, buddy. Hope you're feeling good. So it's yeah. a, a little headache. I'm sure. Oh man. Give me more Tylenol <laughs> than I need. Right. So, but it's, it's good, but yeah, you're right. I mean, there's, there's some really bright spots. And I think if, if all of these players can f- kind of figure out, what works between each it's you know it just what works between each other it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun to be a lot of fun to yeah. watch cuz yeah. man you, you see shining moments and you're like man you know this is this is a fun team to watch and you said at the beginning of the season this is definitely 
it seems like a more physical team. It's just they're not looking at their opportunities. And let's just face it, Kentucky was – it looked like we were in a land against Giants. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> they were huge. And so the rebounding, you, you knew – and we talked about this while, while the game was going on. They, they, you had to make your shots because the rebounds were going to be hard to come by. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. And so – it's okay though, you know. Like I say, it's that, that Kentucky is a storied program, and to be able to hang with them, take them to overtime, even when you're down a little bit, um, you know, fantastic job, guys. And so we're excited of things to come. We know this week's going to be just as tough. You can't even, <laughs> like I say, you can't even breathe a sigh of relief because you, you've got yeah, two more big games, major big games coming up. And so I know I hope hope as, as students and fans, if you can get up to those games, at least the West Virginia game and in Lubbock uh, Wednesday. Make sure you get there and support those guys because, you know, after a thing like that, they, they need the rally caps going on yeah. and, and they need to get the support as much as they can, if not more than they did against Kentucky. I agree. And I'll tell you what, maybe with the ticket prices not being so ridiculous in the aftermarket, there could be more people fill that stadium. It was, you know, really frustrating to see that some of those tickets didn't get sold because people were so greedy. It frustrates me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I, yeah, I think you're right. People are definitely trying to make a buck and make, make uh, some profit off that game and, gobbled up tickets and you know whatever you know it's um we're not that big of a program yet where that right. type of stuff happens consistently and but um yeah i'm surprised they didn't open up those seats to people standing outside the ticket booth after yeah. that game started well I, from what i understand there were some student seats that were getting sold again and i think that even caused some contention too because they, you know, they they opened up at the last minute some seats in this, I think, in the sixties or seventy dollar range, and you know, frustrated a lot of people because a lot of people paid either real premium price or they thought, oh, there's no way, you know, because they yeah. heard it was sold out, and yeah. so that that caused some frustration. So hopefully, I mean, you can't control the aftermarket, unfortunately, and what That's people true. do, but uh, you know, hopefully they can figure out a way to to reel that in a little bit better. There's not so frustrating. Yeah. That, you yeah. know, like you say, it doesn't happen every day in Lubbock, Texas, but hopefully it will from now on. It'd be kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. So. So, you know, Keith, on, on a different note, going back to the uh, fall sport, uh, our boy Patrick Mahomes has a big game this coming Sunday. Yeah, I tell you how what. You, this how is, do you feel about it? You know, it's going to be a fun game either way. You know, we've got coaches on the 49ers side of the ball. We've got Patrick Mahomes, you know, the first the first Texas quarterback in in history, a, a Texas college quarterback to play in the Super Bowl. That's I, I did not realize that until that came about. And so... I mean, thankfully to Facebook, I've learned a lot more about Patrick Mahomes than, <laughs> than I probably should. Man, I even know his sock size by now, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, uh, yeah. I tell you what, um, he's, you know, I'm excited for him. He's He has been such an ambassador for Texas Tech. He's carried himself with such poise. Uh, the things that he, do, he does outside of sports from, you know, helping military people build homes um, or, or veterans and and just just the, the, the person he is and carries himself um outside of football to me is just as impressive as what he does on the field yeah i mean he's he's a perfect example of somebody that was raised right mm-hmm. um wasn't allowed to um do anything with half with a half effort i mean yes. he, he worked hard for what he's got and god he's so talented and and uh yeah it's gonna be a great game i think so um, so you're you're in the san francisco area tell us i mean obviously we're as tech alumni we're rooting for mahomes right but i I just what this is this is a kind of a unique experience that you're in and around a super bowl bound city what's what's the atmosphere like around there yeah i mean it's definitely the first time i've lived in a city where uh the team's going to the super bowl and man i 
you you would assume in San Francisco. I live in San Jose. You would you would assume in the Bay Area that everybody's a 49ers fan, but there's a lot of love for the what was the Oakland Raiders, now Las Vegas Raiders. True. But uh, man, everywhere you go, you see the the 49ers car flags hanging out of the windows. You see everywhere <laughs> in their 49ers hats. Like you hear a lot of employers are letting their 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 employees wear 49ers gear throughout the week. And man, everywhere you go, like. Yeah, every single grocery store has 49ers decorated cupcakes and cookies. And <laughs> I mean, it is so much fun. And I, I live, you know, just a little bit under 10 minutes from Levi Stadium where, where the 49ers play. And oh, actually, so when cool. they play a night game, uh, you can actually see like the glow from the stadium. That's and, awesome. And, uh, and it's even cool, like when they score a touchdown, they, they blow this loud foghorn. You can hear the foghorn from, the, from my house. <laughs> that's, that's great. But, uh, I yeah, didn't know that. But, uh, yeah, but you know it, it's such a, I mean, it's such a fun thing, and so I want Mahomes to win. But honestly, I can look at this game, and I, I'm I'm not hopping on the bandwagon for 49ers by any means. But I literally could watch this game and be happy with no matter who wins. Yeah, you're in a and, good uh, position. You really and are. It's it's one of those first Super Bowls in a long time where I I've been excited to watch the game. Yeah, and uh, you know, obviously have a lot of interest from a home standpoint, but it's just going to be a great game and both great teams of great players yeah. and great people on it. And I agree. So it's fun stuff. Yeah, you know, Mahomes has definitely electrified uh, the sport again. Uh, made it exciting mm-hmm. to watch. Made a lot pe- a lot of people who haven't watched in a long time. You know, and and you know, we've said this in a previous podcast life. It's kind of nice having some new people in there for the Super Bowl, yeah. you know, and yeah. I think that's going to get a lot of people to be interested in it some more than they have been in the past. Uh, I, I hope Mahomes pulls this out. Uh, if he doesn't, man, he's got a heck of a career still ahead of him. Um, yeah. So, you know, I, I think he will he will get it eventually. I'd love to see it happen this weekend. And I think he's got the the right personnel that he he can gel with and, and do the right things to get there. So I, I think I've got a good feeling for Kansas City. They've they've just been a really good run. But San Francisco's a good team. They've you know, I, I don't know a whole lot about San Francisco, you know, and uh it just as far as the the team as a whole, um, just because that's just not the area I kind of pay attention to. As far as the you know the sporting world's more you know <laughs> Texas and Kansas City for a Red Raider, right? But yeah, um, yeah. but you know it's kind of neat to hear your perspective being so close by there to see what kind of the atmosphere is there. It, it really is fun. I mean, I I haven't bought any 49ers gear. I actually don't own any Chiefs gear either. But uh, I'm I'm still a painfully dedicated Texans fan. But uh, nice. you know. Um, I was listening to uh, Kyle Shanahan talk about, and he's the coach of 49ers, talking right. about Kansas City and just talking about the talent of not just Mahomes, but but those players that are around Mahomes. And he was just talking about the receivers for, for Kansas City, how they all look like a bunch of Olympic sprinters. They do. And uh, he says, he goes, he goes there's, not a, there's not a single one that, that couldn't run on the Olympic team right now. And uh, it's just crazy. Even Travis Kelsey for a tight end, that, that dude can move it. Yeah. And, um, so I, I think Kansas City is going to be hard hard to beat just because I just think they have too many weapons, too much talent, and and Forty uh, ers are going to just you know they're going to run the ball down their down the Chiefs' throat, but mm-hmm. you know Patrick will keep on scoring. He will, and uh, according to ESPN, matchup predictor sixty four point eight percent favor of uh, Kansas City. 
Um, and the, the spread is just a one point game in favor of Kansas city. So wow. going to be a, going to be a fun one down in, went down in Miami this year, I believe. So yeah. saw the, saw the chiefs all came out in Hawaiian shirts, I think for the, or, or oh, I guess they called it tropical shirts is what they called it. So yeah, it <laughs> looked like they were having a good time. You know what it's, and why not? I mean, you may, this may be your only time it, it hope, hopefully you're a dynasty, right? But you never know. This may be your only time to ever enjoy this moment. And if you're not making the most of every second that you're at the Super Bowl, you're, you're missing out, you know. So yeah, yeah. kudos to all those players for a hard work season. Uh, this has been a, a fun season to watch because there's there's just been a lot. It's kind of like college football was this year. There's been a lot more parity. And uh, it's it's just been a fun fun group of teams to watch. So I'm excited to excited to watch this game. I, I've, I've made it aware to you that I, I don't necessarily watch a whole lot of NFL games, but um, definitely looking forward to watching this one. So yeah, pretty yeah. excited about it. And so I, I still love your uh your comment after the the tech loss at kentucky and you say well star wars is still still hasn't let me down <laughs> that's right hey <laughs> sports sports can give you the biggest heartbreak but i've never walked out of a star wars movie sad you know <laughs> <laughs> that's classic uh, oh it's just the truth on my end on my nerd side so that's good yeah. so hey well, let's let's talk about sad situations just recently happened too we've got to honor um uh, a fallen soldier in the nba world yeah, yeah. So, so, so I mean, God, who would have thought that we lose Kobe Bryant yesterday? And and um, and one of the greatest of all times, which is tough for me to say because I'm a lifelong Celtics fan, and so it's hard to like any Lakers players. But you know, Kobe was a legend, and um, and he was really the modern, I guess, this generation's Michael Jordan, and. Um, the amazing thing about to me, he had such a, a amazing career. Then two years after he retires, he he wins an Oscar, you know, for a movie he produced. Right. And uh, and so I mean, his he was able to elevate his game in a whole different, you know, genre alive or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. You know, he just he said, "I'm gonna go make a movie," and, <laughs> and uh, it ends up getting an Oscar. Yeah, yeah. How many guys can say that after exactly. they finish their NBA career? Yeah, I don't and, uh, no, no many. That's for sure. Yeah. But, so our our biggest condolences not only to him but to everybody that was on that um, on that helicopter. I know there's a, a lot of families in mourning. Um, so you know we, we would be remiss not talking sports this week if we didn't um, just say that we are we are deeply saddened to hear about the the crash and and all of the lives that were that were lost and the and the folks that are left behind. Uh, definitely in our prayers. Uh, we know this is a very hard time, and uh, I know that you will have tons of support from your communities. And uh, we just we just want to tell you that we are deeply saddened of your loss, and uh, and just we'll, we'll be praying for y'all. Yeah, absolutely. With that being said, um, again, it's still going to be a fun weekend of sports. Going to be a great going to be a great time on Sunday in Miami with everybody. Uh, cheering on whoever they cheer on. So tech, 90% of tech world is going to be cheering on the, the Kansas City Chiefs. And so uh, we're excited about that. So we just wish everybody the best of luck this weekend and hope they have a great, great series of games. Absolutely. You know, for our listeners, you know, they, they've no doubt figured out that, you know, Keith, you and I know have known each other for a long time. In That's fact, right. if you do the math, I think it's 28 years now. Oh, my gosh. And, and uh so many of our at one point we both lived in the same apartment. Well, we lived in the same dorm, yeah. then we lived in the same apartment complex, <laughs> and yes. 
every Super Bowl Sunday, I think oh, about man. the epic Super Bowl parties we had. I tell you what. And, that's... and uh, I miss that so much. And and I rarely eat cheese dip anymore. It's just not something <laughs> I can have. And But every Super Bowl Sunday, I have it just just, just to have to, it and just to reminisce. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'll tell you, um, those those were. I, I'm I'm with you. It's like every Super Bowl since then has kind of been a downer for me. <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> like it's kind of like when you plan the most epic New Year's party and you fall asleep at nine. It's the same idea, you know. It's like uh, those those were some some fun. You know, we we had that the, the four as four four rooms that or four apartments at one time yeah, up on the same yeah. floor that. We had a rotational gathering going on. That was yeah. a blast. So, yeah, the Super Bowl always reminds me of those times. Those were good memories. I remember that yeah. was when one of them was the Dallas Cowboys versus the Steelers when Bam Morris, the Texas Tech uh, yes. guy, was in there. And I remember we had a, a cookie tray full of a bunch of Dallas Cowboy cookies and one for, for in honor, one Steelers went in honor of Bam Morris. I remember that one. So, <laughs> <laughs> that was, those were good times. Yeah, oh, but you're right. I, I can't. And, and then even when we carried forward a human. Houston and you and Ryan would be in the deep, just seriously anger issued queso competitions. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was very competitive. Yeah, it was. Doubt. So yeah, yeah, we we've had a lot of fun together between Lubbock and Houston, and and who knows where we take a, where it takes yeah. us next. So yeah, yeah, it's a good yeah. time, man. Hopefully so we'll cross paths soon. So I, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool, man. Well, I tell you what, great, good games coming up this weekend. Great weekend of sports, Steve. I'll let you close out. Well, you know, I I just have to share something real quick, though. Um, sure. So, you know, I've been married a little over two years, and uh, my wife is a really sweet lady. But the poor lady, poor thing can't cook at all. And, I'm, in fact, she uh, made chocolate mousse this past weekend, and I, and I got an antler stuck in my throat. Oh, <laughs> 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 I, I, I'm, I'm upset because I didn't know this is where we were going and that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. That's an old Rodney Dangerfield joke, by the way. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that guy is, that guy is a living, breathing dad joke. Oh man. You know, whenever I have down like a rare, rare evening and Robin's watching something in the other room and I'll, I'll just run down this rabbit hole of YouTube videos. And at some point I fall on Rodney Dangerfield just series of one-liners is yeah. carson day johnny johnny carson oh, days and all that stuff that youtube videos that they have oh my god oh man there is hilarious they really are stuff i'm like how does he come up with some of those yeah and keep a straight face you know yeah well you, you were talking about the food and the dinner and you know my wife has this weird ocd where she arranges the dinner plates by the year they were bought it, it's a r- extremely rare dish order <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm. I had to scramble. I, I didn't know it was yeah. coming. That's where I have. Nice, nice. <laughs> you know, I, I really like telling dad jokes, and you know, sometimes he even laughs. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's good. <laughs> hey, you know what? What do clouds wear under their shorts? What do clowns or clouds? Clouds, like in the sky, clouds. And I, I have no idea. Thunder pants. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> these are so terrible i'm gonna write the person that just made all of these yeah, frantically yeah. looking for a site and these are terrible yeah you know um yeah one thing i don't think i ever told you is when i was in high school you know, i used to work in a shoe recycling shop right and um i found the job to be quite soul destroying 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, you know, it's I'm gonna leave it at that. You win. Okay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> nice job. Nice job. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you caught well, me off guard with that first one. Well played. Yeah. 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 I love that. I, I've awesome. been saving that one for a while. Oh, good but, good uh, one. You had that one teed up. That's awesome. Well, anyway, hey, uh, as Keith mentioned, exciting weekend ahead for um, for uh, the Red Raider faithful. Uh, let's beat Kansas on on uh, Saturday, and then let's beat 49ers on Sunday, and then we have, we'll have a lot to celebrate on Monday. Yeah. So it started off right by beating West Virginia on Wednesday. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So hey, thanks to everybody that that that's uh, joining us here on the Guns of Nation podcast. We appreciate all of our listeners and. And uh, we'd love to hear hear from you for any future uh, show ideas or just any topics. And yeah. hey, if you want to even hop on and tell us about about uh, about how uh, Texas Tech made you successful in your career or the experiences you had or whatever yeah. it is, we'd love to have you on and just uh, um, have you share your story with the Red Raider Nation. So uh, yeah, we've we've had some current and former student athletes from Tech even um, start listening and following us on our on our Twitter pages. So. We, we appreciate all of y'all and what, what you do for the school. I know we get frustrated and I'm sure you get frustrated, but just, just know we, we thank the world of each of you. And we're so, we're so proud of you supporting Texas tech in the way you do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I do want to tell you, look forward to um, a show we'll be releasing here next few weeks uh, with the uh, Texas tech alum, Scott Graves, who is the uh, crew chief for the number six, Ryan Newman, uh, Roush Fenway NASCAR team. Yeah. So, uh, uh, if you are a racing fan, you'll really enjoy listening to that show. Uh, Scott's been very successful in his uh, NASCAR career and racing career, and and uh, every single every single Sunday, whenever race day is going on, we got a Red Raider behind that pit wall. So uh, that's right. So it's pretty fun to watch. I'm looking so forward to that episode. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, absolutely. So absolutely. Everybody, take care. Have a great uh, week and and Reckham Tech. Reckham Tech. Care. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Guns Up Nation podcast. The opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the fan page administrators, podcast hosts, and fans, and do not reflect the opinions of Texas Tech University or its affiliates. We are proud to support Texas Tech, its students, alumni, and fans. Yeah.